This is Courageous Christina Marie, and you're watching Three Count Podcast. So we'll get this thing started in three, two, one. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering Ring. I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. That's right, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. You could call me your Sherpa. You should call me your Sherpa. But like any good Sherpa, it's never about me because you got to find someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. So like I said, it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And today you see her right there. She comes to us from 1CW, SWF, SAW, CCW, PC, PPW, ICW, TCW. That's actually Titans, Champion Wrestling, Goddesses of War. That's what y'all need to be checking out. And Empower. If you look up, you can see it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's the courageous Christina Marie. What's up, everyone? I'm so excited to be here. Yo, thank you for joining us, man. I'm super excited having you on the show. I'm excited. I was looking forward to it. <laughs> Yo, yeah. So we we ran into each other a couple times at a couple different promotions, and like I instantly noticed that. Obviously, with the courageous, I was like I couldn't help but notice it's kind of guy like that. Superman, Supergirl kind of feel to it. Plus, one other thing, as people should recognize, a Latina. That's right. We rock it out here. We know what's up. But uh, yeah, I was definitely hyped, especially with uh, you know the new Superman movie coming out with Flashpoint coming out, and then obviously uh, Supergirl and Flashpoint is going to be Latina. So I was like, yo, I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> it is. Wow. I like how you notice that. Like it's you know the courageous right on the chest because it kind of like it's like my own kind of thing as like a a power. You know what I mean? Like a superhero kind of thing. You know they have their own kind of like print you know on their chest and stuff so i like how you notice that <laughs> you got like the cool superhero pose too while you stand up there because i know mm-hmm. like my character right is based off of uh deadpool and so one of the things i like to do is i like jump up and i do like the gunshot thing right boom and i yeah. jump off but what people don't notice is that i land and i grab my knee because if you remember like in the movie deadpool he's always talking about superhero landings are bad on the knee yeah yeah <laughs> like I do it purposely now and I'm like oh the superhero landing so bad on the knees and then it's it's something dumb but it's something that like I think about and I know there's other comic fans out there who notice it too so it's I, I always think about it another light one on <laughs> that was funny <laughs> it shines down so oh, it's gonna probably flicker off but yeah <laughs> All right, so my first question that's coming up, right, is who is Christina Marie? Uh, Christina Marie is based out of Schenectady, New York. You know, I always say Albany, New York, because it's the capital. Um, I am 28 years old. I am an elite power lifter and a professional wrestler, and I am a dental assistant. That is the courageous Christina Marie. Um, I started wrestling. It's going to be seven years this coming spring um and i don't know i mean what don't you know about me that's the question <laughs> well we clearly see that you're a superhero fan clearly see that you have no hurdles in your way because you seem to be just knocking down obstacle after obstacle 
And then it seems like, you know, like you said, you're an elite powerlifter. So obviously you got some strength to you. And we also know if people watch your matches, no, no, that definition like really shines through too, by the way. I was like, mm-hmm. I saw you ripping out. I was like, oh, damn, girl, got some biceps too. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I don't look as big and strong as people really think it is. I'm not that big. I guess it just depends on the right pump at the right moment, you know, on the right day. But overall, like my size, a lot of people underestimate to the fullest like you wouldn't believe but I approve so <laughs> hard work <laughs> it is it really you know what's crazy is I was thinking about this too right because you know because as a Latino myself and getting into the business and getting into the sport and getting to work push push and push like for you I could only imagine like the kill is like crazier to climb right so talk to me about it like what does it mean to be a Latina in the sport and then what does it mean to be a woman who's a Latina in here as well you know, it's so funny. I'm going to come down crashing. I'm not Latino. What? I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe. I literally, when you said it, I go, oh. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm Italian. I'm Irish. And I think I have something else. I'm not sure. I've always wanted to do those tests, you know, to yeah. find out. I'm Italian and Irish, more Italian than Irish. So, and everyone thinks I'm Hispanic, Latina, everything, especially with my skin complexion and stuff. And then especially with kind of like, the way I look I always get that people like you you're like no no way you would have to go get the test <laughs> no, no no listen listen well okay yeah 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 yeah. anyway you're Italian all right it's Latin we're all the same we all come from one world let's be real we but um overall as a woman in the business um it's a lot tougher on us you know and then especially with like I think there was a podcast that I seen uh, with Renee and Mercedes Martinez re- recently talking about the shelf life thing, you know, and it, it's very hard. Like for me, you know, I'm 28, 29 years old. I've gotten a lot of looks recently and confirmation, but the age really got me out of that box. You know what I mean? So like, it just sucks. But overall, women's wrestling has uh, gotten s- what's the what's the word that no one's ever used it's 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 changed it's compared to back in the day where it used to be more symbolized in sexual kind of way and looks and stuff like that we're real athletes we go out there we really we work as hard as the guys you know so it's I think if anything I think women's wrestling is more popular now than most men's wrestling and that's just how I think about it you know how I see it so I have to agree I have to agree and I was talking about this uh, on another on another episode and I've also brought it up with my mom because um, my mom my mom's from Panama so like oh, wow and so we were talking about <laughs> women's wrestling and when I brought it up that my daughter might end up being a female wrestler she was just like she had it locked in her mind you know sensational sherry and woman and like sable and yep. luna <laughs> right but she I was like, if you're not paying attention to the women who are wrestling now, you're missing like the bigger chunk of how fast women's wrestling not only grew, but like, like evolutionized in that same period. I was like, and actually, yeah. like the same opportunities men have cage matches, you know what I mean? Right. All that stuff is insane. And, Tag and, team belts. Right. And in a shorter amount of time, I mean, think about it, like how, like, wrestling has been around for a long time right but our first hell in a cell match wasn't until like 1997 right Shawn michaels and Undertaker. but yeah if you look at the, the women's real evolution right 
and and we can accumulate it to like the WWE part with the Four Horsemen. Yo, they got theirs in like 2017. I was like, in a snap. Yeah, it was like it was like like you said, in a snap. It was quick. Think yeah. about it. 1997. Wow. And then you get to see like promotions out there that are like women run, right? So like Mission Pro Wrestling, right? Like mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa is just doing amazing things, like popular, like pushing forward CCW, another one that's like tearing it up, Goddesses of War with Titan. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many promotions that are just focused on the female wrestling side that you can see the evolution and you can see like there's some badass women out there who are like in this in this sport right now that's just, you know, kicking ass and chewing bubblegum and then running out of bubblegum. Yep, it's true. <clears throat> you got to kick ass and just keep going. You got to keep pushing. You know what I mean? Even when you're tired or even when you're doubting yourself or even when you feel low about some things in your particular match or your certain places when you're next, on to the next show. You know what I mean? You got to keep it going. You know what I mean? That's the only way to got to work. got to work, work, work. Yeah, <laughs> press, press, press. So I'm curious, though. How did you get into the sport? Um, Actually, uh, I wasn't like a, a big fan growing up until I was probably like, honestly, like right before my 20s I started becoming like a not a fan but watching it so originally I want to do UFC my father begged me not to um and stuff like that so then I ended up weightlifting and then I did competitive powerlifting and I stuck with that for a while found a, a school that was open nearby extreme wrestling alliance out of Albany it's spelled with an x not the one that's yeah so I always say that um and I started going there and I got trained there. I got trained by a shockwave robot, you know, even though he doesn't like, like me too much. No, I'm just, he's, he's, he's a tough, <laughs> he's a tough one and you know, whatever. But I, I started going there and I fell in love with it. I hit the ropes. Um, I took my first bumps and I was a big adrenaline junkie. If you say like, I always was climbing trees. I was always jumping off my butt. Like I was always doing stuff that was going to result into kind of hurting myself or doing things that people would be scared to do, like knocking the wind out of myself. Um, so I ended up doing that. And I fell in love with it in 2015, 2016. And, and that's where it all started. It was something, it was like something that I tried and I didn't think I was going to like as much. And I ended up just falling in love. So that's how it started off right there. So I can always say that it was what got me there to the gym that I was training at was actually my boss at the shoe department he was working out at this gym in albany he said it's badass like it kid blah 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 you should go check it out so i checked it out i worked out with him and rick recon a few times because they were friends and that's when rick found the school and i said go check it out and i found it and i checked it out and ever since then that's where the roots have grown so that's where it started no i like it though and it's kind of cool that you got into it kind of kind of later like, into, you know, in your 20s, like, most people are like, I've been a fan my whole life. Like, I was one of those people, like, I've been a fan my whole life. So it's kind of cool to see. But it's funny because you keep talking about the shelf life of things. Like, I, we never talked about this. But, yeah, I'm turning 37 next year. <laughs> like, well, you don't look like it. You look, been, you look younger than I. You look like you're 33, 34. Appreciate it. And I've only <laughs> been in for, like, 12 months. Or, like, uh, 18 months now. 18, 19 months. So it's, like... Very, yeah, very, very small. And I and I kind of understood too. Like my shelf life isn't really like all that. Like it's probably 10 years from when I started training. So probably got like eight good more years. And then it's like 
uh, trying to figure out what the next thing is going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's hard. It's, it's always on my mind as that, but then it, it was something that would stop me. I wouldn't continue doing what I've been doing. You know what I mean? I just keep hitting the gas, but I'll keep going just hard, better, harder every time. Like just who's out there, who's going to see me, where am I going next? Where, what place am I going next? And that's where really where my main goal is uh, 2022 is not just be a, not that I don't want to, I want to be at places, you know, promotions consistently and give them a good storyline and a good, good work. You know what I mean? But I want to be able to branch out and show my work ethic in other states, other places and give them, I just want to show them like it's just, so that's my thing. Instead of being locked at like the places I've been locked, I've been locked at PPW for years since 2017. I've been locked there. The only time I've ever missed a show was like two months because it intertwined with my immortal shows, which I was champ for also at that time. So kind of was a little hard right there, you know, and I've only missed so many immortal shows. And <clears throat> that means my two Saturdays at the end of the month were booked up for like years. And I was like, not that I don't like working there. I love working there. I just, I, I need them to miss me. You get, you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I need the fans to miss me. So, and I want to go other places. I want to, I want to branch out to the West, you know what I mean? And get my chance to go to Canada and stuff like that so that's my main goal in the beginning of the year and it's kind of hard right now with everything that's going on with like the, the new strand and stuff like that and right now there's mass mandates here supposedly i guess in most places you're not supposed to walk in with a mask so who the hell knows where this is gonna go you know no i understand because like i know i made it uh i made it my goal for 2022 right it was like uh i want to wrestle in like five different states that I haven't been in yet so that's like the top one but the big one, right, and this is the one that sits over my head, like, the most, probably the one that's eluding me, is I want it to appear on AEW Dark, like, by October. Like, that's the biggest one. Now, you guys get to know that, too, because only one <laughs> other person knew that goal that wasn't involved with my inner circle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Spill the beans. Spill the yep. beans. <laughs> now, you guys all get to see behind the curtain. <laughs> so talk to me talk to me about uh one of the worst bumps you've taken well it's so funny because i actually i was at my friend's house the other day and i popped up my cage match with holiday but that's not my worst bump i just remember that i when i gave her the rock bottom off the top rope this one arm should have been more flat for me to land i landed like this and this elbow actually took a real my elbows are screwed let's face it like between weightlifting and then also wrestling I, you know what I mean so like I hurt my elbow what's the worst bump um it's consider what's oh, the worst bump like it hurt like it's <laughs> oh wow uh I actually um I really can't think of anything that was like so painful I put somebody through a door I've been through a fence like the most craziest bump Sorry, I'm trying to think. I'm looking up, like, thinking it's going to pop up YouTube links for me to look at. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it was that one. But other than that, uh, no, the worst bump it wasn't the worst bump. The long, It felt like the longest bump. How about that? Instead of saying, because I, I haven't really had too many bad bumps. I've had some scary bumps where they led into my body not landing the right way, where it was, like, yes. sore afterwards, but it didn't hurt. So I, between Scarlet 
Bordeaux's match. When I had that, she was like, I was on the top rope and she went to take my arms across and flip me over her. My feet were supposed to be on the inside of the ropes. They were on the outside of the ropes. I just barely made it when I flipped over. And that was my part. That was me not setting up right. So when I flipped over, I remember being whipped. I just landed on like the structure of me, like where this, I remember for days, I couldn't even lift my head back. It hurt. Um, besides that rock bottom, other than that, I've never, I would have to really, nothing that sticks in my head that I was like, oh, you should. If anything, the chops freaking hurt. Can't you <laughs> tell? And any of my matches, like, that's not, like, that's like me really crying. Like, if I go, <gasps> I physically can't breathe because I don't have much fat here, if you don't notice. Like, I don't have boobs. I don't have <laughs> muscles for days. It's, it's, it's very, you know what I mean? This thing's been beaten. Like, every time, like, then Willow, she chopped the shit out of me. And I literally remember going home, I go, I'm getting gear that covers my chest. I literally, I literally <laughs> so if anything, chops are even the worst, but I love them because the fans love them. It's like adrenaline. Um, other than that, besides taking the, the backwards bump that me and Holiday did, also we hit each other in the head on the side around the top part of the fence and we double headbutted each other and it kind of like just fell off. I kind of fell off like you know how goats freeze up and fall off of things yeah. i did it like that and i go i told her i was like i'm a bat i'm gonna be like a, a goat nothing but it felt like the longest fall so as i like literally fall i was like okay 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 boom it was literally like and i thought about it I was like that wasn't even that tall though but it didn't feel, hurt you know right i don't it's, know i never had a knock on wood i have not had a bad bump it's it's weird too because like those falls like from like the top rope right like they don't, they hurt just as bad as the, like, just a standard bump. And I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people get that. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, no, no, no. Like, you fall off of them. And it hurts just as much as doing a regular bump. So, I'm, like, my friends are always laughing at me. They're like, why do you like doing dojo bumps? I'm like, well, there's a couple reasons. But more particularly, it's just, listen, if I fall from three feet or I fall from six feet, like, it hurts the yeah. same. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, I've never, I'm, thank God I've never had like a terrible, terrible bump, like where, you know, it caused anything bad. But other than that, like, yeah, they, 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 they hurt, but they don't. Like, it's, it's hard, you know, you understand. So it's like so hard to always pinpoint it, especially to people that don't know what it's like to bump, 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 and then bump, 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 bump. They're like, oh, well, I've seen people come in and training and take a couple bumps and then never come back or concuss themselves right on the spot. It's just, that's mm-hmm. why you got to go get trained. You know what I mean? You just, if you learn, if you like that type of pain and stuff like that, I guess, you know, it's different. Your pain tolerance, it's actually like exciting. Yeah. There's a lot of, of those spots, right? You're like, like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of screws loose for like wrestlers who really <laughs> like doing it. Cause like nobody like, <laughs> when you think about it like nobody should be like hey you know what's cool throw myself on the ground on a mat with wood and steel underneath it but mm-hmm. we do it and we just love it <laughs> I know I, I my my father even says all the time he's like so I don't know you know what I mean I just love it <clears throat> same with my friends like so I uploaded that video of me and her chopping each other even though I told you like I love it I love it but it's like the one thing that you actually get like the <sighs> I put my hands on my knees because I can't breathe you know like I live legitimately and those chops were on the money too I was so happy with those like boom 
I had people message me like, yo, I was there. Oh, well, like people get so mad. I'm like, yo, you just, you just don't understand. Like you just don't get it, you know? No. So I'm curious because we've already, now that we've kind of, we've also talked about the hardest hit, which coincidentally was my next question. I'm just curious though, like when you get done, right, with a wrestling show, like everybody has that post-match meal or that post-match snack that they got to go to. What's yours? Um, there's like a few different things. I, I love chocolate. It's like my reward. Um, <clears throat> I love cookies. Like that's like my good cookie. It's like good cookie cookie like kind of thing especially because it's my favorite snack um between cookies and chocolate that's my go-to anything that's like remotely chocolate I like gummies and stuff like that but most of the time after my match that if I'm definitely meal prepping I usually have this aminos that I have that tastes just like it's a candy but it's not and it has no sugar in it it's like it's it kind of like reversed me but it'd say chocolate chip cookie is number one like I always have cookies if not I know that there's cookies there or I stop at the gas station and get one of them. So they're like the best. So it would be a cookie. Nice. I'm so it's funny because like pre-show I've been catching myself like with a tradition now of like having like gummy bears, like, and people see me all the time. Like I just have like a pack of gummy bears. I'm just like going and I'll have like a couple and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. And I did it. Yeah, it started randomly at because um, I was listening to Jim Stepani and Jim Stepani was talking about like getting sugars in before you go to the gym, right? Whether it's like pixie sticks or gummy bears. Um, There's another one in there he picked out, and I was like, "Well, I love gummy bears." Now I can, now I have an excuse to like buy a pack and instead of having a oh, pre-workout, instead of having a pre-workout snack, I'm just legit have like a handful of like gummy bears which is usually about like and I'll be real with people I count them like eight or nine mm-hmm. and then I'm just like go to the gym and work out but I think about it all the time so what ended up happening I brought them one day to uh to a show and I was just eating them right and I had a really good match so I was like let me let me do this again and like pretty soon I found myself getting more confident so I was like I'm grabbing like gummy bears I'm just like snacking on them uh become my tradition now so I was like all right this is a this is clearly gonna be a pregame thing (laughs) see the cookie wouldn't be see the pregame the the thing for me right before a match I would have to be is I can't drink a lot of water before I go out so my thing is I cut my wall I I drink a bottle of water so if I if I the show time four o'clock and then you know the show don't start till six seven o'clock I would start at when I get there specifically only drinking one bottle of water until I'm done with my match because too much water in my stomach too much you know acid reflux it's it it bothers me every time regardless of my diet it's been a thing that I did it's not like I'm going to be like so thirsty when I'm out there you know it's it's like too much in my stomach and then if someone hits me in the stomach or gives me a move a certain way or it's like the worst thing in the world because <clears throat> half yep. my diet is not you know what I mean I, I, I taste my my seasoning that I use for my chi- like it's, it's it gets so bad it gets so I, <laughs> I cut that out but it's usually gum honestly like my favorite is like a certain type of gum it definitely helps that well there you go so all right, so we've talked about the post-match snack and stuff like that, but I just am curious, like, what's one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn? 
in life for wrestling <laughs> you know what why not no, both? No, just do wrestling i was like why not both because <laughs> i think anyone could name a whole list if it came down the line uh, number one lesson <clears throat> always treat people with how you want to be treated and it's just not not a lesson but it's something i go by <clears throat> um shit you got good questions though. i'm just like stumped um <laughs> number one lesson in wrestling <clears throat> i couldn't even name, i couldn't even think of it like depending on like what did what lesson i'm trying to think of what my trainer would have said to me like if i said more lesson you know what i mean <laughs> um Oh, stop. <laughs> Number one lesson is quit making the, no matter what, stop getting the crowd to cheer you when you're heel. Like I have to still do no matter what, if I have to still go further along being a heel to really get them to dislike me, I gotta take that lesson. I gotta keep learning. I gotta keep reminding myself that because for some reason, when I'm a heel, it's really hard to get everybody to hate me it's it's been a thing it's always been a thing at ppw it's been a thing i've been at um like i went to esw for niagara falls um like last month and i had to be a heel and still i had people cheering me you know especially because i i my, i'm wearing bill's colors first off right. my gear red white and blue you know i mean blue white and red you know what i mean so it was very hard for me to get them and i tried doing everything i can by even without cursing like trying to do everything to an extent and then without like getting in someone's face so I don't break that contact too because everything that's going out so then I was just like that so another lesson learned my trainer said he's seen my match and he goes you know what I mean like he he bring me a new asshole let's just say like, excuse me but that's he fine. did but he's the the one that has but at the same time it's good to hear from him because I haven't heard from him in a while and he like told me this so it's something that like it was almost like a a lesson it was like a big smack like a smack to me it was like hey did you forget do you forget heels do holds you forget like he he refreshed my mind which I've been so busy working with everything else in my shoot life like it's just been very hard so like for that it was actually like good productive criticism but it was a lesson it was another lesson I needed to refresh and be relearn like I had to be re, re brought up you know so yeah. that's what I would say that that got deep into it. So, no, I like that though. Cause like you guys always remember like one to refresh yourself. Right. That's always like great to do. And then two, yeah. like, yeah, like, like certain heels do just certain things. Right. So like you put on like that rest hold and you just keep it for like an awkward amount of time. And then you can feel like the crowd, like you want to annoy them. You, yeah. You, you, they, you know, it's pretty much what it is. So I'm just so used to, I think cause I was faced for so long and then when I'm heel, I could really heal it up. I just, it's if it's too easy for me to be a heel and they already cheering them and booing me i still i just don't i still don't bring it to the next level as heel to really heal it up you know i just stay okay accomplished that's it just finished like it was more like that like not that i'm thinking that but right. now looking at it kind of is like that and i'm like okay whoa like it always learning always i always take it and learn you know one of my favorite things to say is that you got to be a white belt for life. 
That's true. So I'm curious, let's get into it. Like I'm I'm pretty sure you get this question asked all the time, but what kind of advice would you give to up and coming wrestlers? Stay focused. Don't you're gonna get discouraged. You're gonna really hate it, hate yourself at times. You're gonna you're gonna think failure, but hard work pays off. Um you got you're gonna have to do things a thousand times if you're gonna have to remember it, make it look great and then move on to the next thing to learn not my thing for advice is when I was being trained I had the hardest times remembering certain things or mixing things up with other things but my athleticism was there I could do them do them I just had to figure out what was what you know um I got discouraged I got talked down to I was the only female that graduated from there and stayed to it after everything I've been through there and it's like hard wrestling like it was just like great you know and then all my friends didn't believe I was going to make it so when I mean by you got to just keep working you know what I mean you got to be teachable you got to be taught you know you got to be able to be you got to be able to learn it's not going to be you know like you get a cash register job you get the cash register down boom no it's 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 you're going to keep learning like look at me seven years like maybe if I started off sooner look there's people out there that are in WWE there's people that are signed at AEW. There's people still learning, still training every day. Like they fit it in their schedule. They're still learning new things. They're still critiquing little things that you don't even acknowledge that are wrong. Like some, you know, the right people will write right stuff. Like it's so just keep working. Like don't give up on yourself. Because if you can give up on yourself on this, what else are you gonna give up on if that's really what you love to do? Like I love doing it. Um, if I don't get nervous, anxious, excited. And like all weird feeling, going to a show, doing what I love to do, I'm almost seven years into it. If that feeling ever goes away, I told myself I'd walk away. Because I'm just, there's no passion for it. You know what I mean? But if you love it, chase that, chase that high, that fire, that that desire. It's it's it, it's priceless. It's 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 so spiritual at the same time. It's just within. It's it's what's deeply in within and what you're giving out. So if you don't have that desire, just find something that will have your desire. But whatever it is in wrestling, your life, your love life, everything else, you know what I mean? Just keep working towards it. You know what I mean? Just bust your ass. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's just good life lessons, too. If you don't have a passion for it, you got to leave it. Like, that's just necessary. Mm-hmm. So my next question for you because you've been around a, lock, a lot of different locker rooms. I need one do and one don't of the locker room shake everybody's hand when you walk into a room and acknowledge them be professional you know regardless of who you are what you are and somebody doesn't do it first if somebody else doesn't do it first and they acknowledge it still say hello acknowledge each other that's what you should do 100 percent. and that's still what not to do is interrupt somebody when they're talking without you know what I mean? Being able to present yourself the proper way. Like people think that they could just always interrupt people or do that. And then also cause heat with that person because they didn't want to stop what they were doing in front of other people. So I think that that's the current thing of don't. But if I had to say the main thing of don't do is uh, don't cause drama. Don't be unprofessional. Like I really, I really hate that. Like I've, I, I don't know. I, I've been in 
not locker rooms. I hold my, I, I treat people how I would want to be treated. I treat with respect. I get respect out of it. If you don't respect me, I don't respect you. Doesn't mean I want beef with you, but damn well, if you go to put your hands on me, it'd be a different story. But other than that, it's just business is business, professional is professional. You know what I mean? Um, Thanks. Women and men are hard in the business, especially a lot of women. Like a lot of women are very judgmental. You know what I mean? Me, I never judge a book by its cover. I mean, we all do judge have judgmental things, but doesn't mean like I'm gonna hold that judgmental things <laughs> and fucking hate them for it, you know? Like you know what I mean? So it's just like I think a lot of girls do that. A lot of girls do that with me. Like they have a certain opinion about me and this and that. But when have I ever done anything unsafe, unprofessional? I mean, there's been some girls like one around said I purposely tried to hurt them. If I purposely ever tried to hurt somebody, I would be not in this business anymore because they wouldn't be wrestling. And that's what they don't understand, you know. But oh, are you still there? It's not yeah, working. I'm still here. Um, yeah. My thing popped up and it said like something about the um, so it's just a lot of I, I still give people the benefit of the doubt. I hear things, you know. <clears throat> you know, when you hear a lot of shit through the locker room, I hear it. I put it away. I don't talk about it with someone else unless I feel like I need to ask or I wait for someone to talk about it to ask a question. So it's like knowledge that you didn't know that someone had. So if I heard some drama and then I'd wait to hear somebody else, but sometimes I wouldn't even say anything. But if it's somebody like one of my clients, I only have four, four, three people on my hands that I actually would talk about the drama and the wrestling. And other than that, when I'm around other people, it's just like, you know, don't take somebody else's information and go chat about it with someone else. So I would listen to somebody and I'd keep it to myself until somebody else would be like, oh, hey, do you hear this? Or I'd go blast it on Facebook. Then everybody else is talking about it. So now it's an open conversation. Right. So don't take someone else's information and spit it here. You have no right to have that information to be spit out unless it's publicly out there. You know? But, I like it. I like yeah, it a lot. I, just ram- I ramble a lot. <laughs> that's that's fine i'm not worried about it this show is not about me it's about you so you get to talk about what you want to talk about so let's not let's not play that game but those are all my heavy hitting questions but we do got to get into the second best segment of the three count podcast people got to ask me what's the first i tell them it's the red dogs power ranking that you can find on our debate shows currently we're on hiatus so that doesn't matter but you guys can go check out our past episodes and see some of the see some of the matches i've ranked but this is the three count podcast, 10 count questions. And Christina, this is how it's going to work. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. Whatever's your answer, that's your answer. It's going to go blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. Bing. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Raw. Favorite color? Red. PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. Favorite movie? Shit. No, not the movie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I said last time I lied, I said Lord of the Rings. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> Marley and me. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't have... Yo, I love that movie too, though. That's a great movie. I cried. <laughs> I just talked about it the other day. It's the current movie. Yeah. No, I'm not. Hold on. We paused the timer. The timer is going. Yeah, full disclosure, I have a dog, and I watched Marley and Me, and, like, I got so teary-eyed, like, I called for my dog, and my dog jumped on the bed, and I cuddled up with him, 
because I was like, yo, this is going to be you one day. <laughs> like, I knew. So, yeah. yeah. I changed my answer, even though I never even cried. But, you know, it's crazy because it's it's Christmas time. Jingle All the Way is going to be my favorite month movie. Okay, right now. Okay. Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I can take that. <laughs> Turbo right. Man. Turbo Man. <laughs> Android or Apple? Android. Favorite submission? Camel Clutch. Let's go. Homer Simpson or Peter Griffin? Peter Griffin. <laughs> Favorite podcast? Oh, man. The three-point podcast. <laughs> hey, she said the three-count podcast. Okay, three-point. <laughs> listen, the three-point three point podcast is a good podcast, too, right? I appreciate three the coverage. <laughs> I literally should have just wrote it on a sticky note right here. <laughs> the three count yes three point that's also a good podcast three i love when count. it covers Curry's <laughs> nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast ali rex hey hell yeah <laughs> yeah and last, and last but not least my favorite question to ask every single that person that comes on this podcast favorite curse word fuck <laughs> Yo, can't you tell? Oh yeah, it's a great word. I think we've talked. I think we've had a couple conversations. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, and then like, what's so funny is like, you'll apologize about it. I'm just like, I don't know who you're apologizing well, I, to. It's definitely not. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talked to me after the match. I think at SWF, and at that point, I was like, home. <laughs> 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 You know, and then you seen, and I seen you out there, and I was just like, "Oh, it's funny." But yeah, that's my favorite word. That, I, I, the funny thing is, is like, like my wife is from the Northeast as well, and then I'm military, so I was like, and my dad was former military, so I was like, whatever, man. Like I curse, like I curse, like there's no tomorrow. I don't worry about it. So, I, <laughs> but just, that is that, that is all. <laughs> that is all my questions that I have for you. The last thing I just need is for you to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter. It's a power strong XO. You can look me up on Instagram. It's MS underscore underscore Christina Marie. And on Facebook, you could type in courageous Christina Marie. And on YouTube also you type in courageous Christina Marie. There's my YouTube channel. I've upload everything frequently frequently as long as i'm allowed to upload the matches that aren't on title match network and you know iwtv and all that stuff so that's where you can find me that so that's that's it so we we just gotta take this home and so you know what that means that means this is the three count podcast presents now entering and like i said i'm your host Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. And that's right. You can call me your Sherpa. You should call me your Sherpa. But like every good Sherpa, you have to have one who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than I can. That's why it's never about me, but it's about who's entering the ring. And today, you see her right next to me. The not Latina, only Italian, Christina, (laughs) Christina Marie. And you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there or you just wait for this episode to end, you wait for that outro, and you choose another episode to listen to. Peace.
What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give us a subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us the support, please.